0: This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. This week, we'll be covering season two, episode eight, Crossroad Blues. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. Did it. it only took us eight tries. <laughs> no, nah, not that many. You're <sighs> <We're> impossible, <laughs> <laughs> but you love <look> nice. that. <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I wanted to talk about in the outtakes, and I didn't. This, Sam.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> this. Oh, what is that, anyways?
0: Jensen. Has joined the cast of *Rust*, which is a western starring Alec Baldwin. That is filming in New Mexico right now. Jensen has been on set. That's why he had to rearrange his DenverCon schedule. Was because he's filming this weekend. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but so this. So I'll link this Dateline article. Or, Dateline? Deadline. <laughs> dateline. <laughs> I'll link this, de- this Deadline article in the description. I also retweeted Jensen's tweet with this link. Um, so that's on our Twitter account. Um, but just to read the first paragraph for you, um, Jensen Ackles is set to join the ensemble cast of Rust, the feature western that stars Alec Baldwin and is written and directed by Joel Souza. Travis Fimmel, Brad brady noon and francis fisher are also on board so the story follows an infamous western outlaw harland rust played by baldwin he has a bounty on his head for as long as he can remember when his estranged 13 year old grandson lucas played by noon is convinced of an is convicted of an accidental murder and sentenced to hang rust travels to kansas (laughs) to break him out of prison Together, the two fugitive must outrun the legendary U.S. Marshal Woodhelm, played by Jensen, Ooh. and bounty hunter Fenton Preacher Lang, played by Fimmel, who are hot on their trail. Deeply buried Ooh. secrets rise from the ashes, and an unexpected familial bond begins to form as the mismatched duo tries to survive the merciless American Ooh. frontier. Babe, I will watch that with you. I'm so fucking psyched. I will <laughs> watch that with you. I saw this great tweet, though. I think I shared it in, the dis- in one of my servers. I've Let been me find w- it. wanting, like, a mo- more modern
1: like western films like it is set like in like yeah, olden days I'm, e- exactly. but like a but, like, modern a modern take like on the genre. genre
0: yeah exactly um where is it i know i That's this. it's not tweet. in black and white <laughs> here it is this person tweeted god i'll really have to watch yet another cowboy thing why did i ever start standing texan men <laughs> yeah weird. i'm excited i like cowboys though
1: But yeah, I'll definitely watch that with you, Ben. I'm
0: psyched. Does it it say when it'll air? Good, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. So okay, I'm guess I think so. That's that's what I understood. I thought it was a series TV series. Um, no, it's a film. Okay, so yeah. Does it say what year it comes out next year? I assume. Um, (laughs) no, it doesn't say what year, but I'm assuming sometime in the next year, year and a half, ish. That seems to be since they're that. filming right now, but yeah, that's very exciting. That's something I was going to talk about in outtakes and I didn't. <laughs> so now it's here. <laughs> All right, but yeah, I'm super psyched because that's yeah. really that's really exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, good for Jensen. Meanwhile, Jared is filming season two of Walker, and I uh, they both went cowboy. <laughs> They're from Texas. What did you expect? <laughs> Jensen's talked at panels before about how he wanted to be a cowboy when he was a kid. <laughs> he wanted to be a cowboy so bad. Which is <laughs> adorable. Um, Jared's filming Walker Season 2 right now. I don't know what episode they're on. They're a few weeks in. But the season starts airing on October 28th and I'm super fucking psyched. So, yeah. <laughs> it's coming They've up. dropped two trailers, or like four promos four little promos, and they all look so good, and I'm so excited. So excited. Also, Lindsay Morgan looks phenomenal. I mean, she always does, but oh my god. She always does. (laughs) In what we've seen of this season so far, she looks fantastic. She's gorgeous. I love her. (laughs) She's great. Okay. We're off topic. Let's talk about Supernatural. So... I had not seen this episode in so long. Like Did we watch
1: I watched this one, we we watched season two together. So, it was whenever
0: we watched it last. I feel like we didn't watch this episode together. Did we not? I don't remember watching this episode with you. I thought I watched it with you. I mean, you mean you watched season. it with me yesterday? No, like the whole season, though. I don't think so. I think you watched some episodes of the Harrow. I think you watched all of season three with me. Yeah. I don't know. But I think you might have watched this one with Harrow. Or by yourself. Probably with Harrow, though. But I definitely... I don't remember watching this with you.
1: Hmm.
0: I do not know. Maybe I mean, Maybe you did. Maybe i My memory's bad. <coughs> don't die. Um... Alright. So, this episode kicks off with uh, a recap that brings us back to the first episode of the season, Um, specifically John's deal with Azazel... Um, and then we have a brief mention of the Key of Solomon, which is funny because the Key of Solomon doesn't come up in this episode, Dean uses a regular devil's trap. Oh. But... (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Um, and we open in Greenwood, Mississippi. I think it's... I can't remember what year it is. It... I think it's 1940 because then a later flashback we'll see is ni- set in 1930, so I'm assuming this is 1940. Um, and we open with um, a man who we'll later learn is Robert Johnson, the iconic guitar player. He's playing guitar in a small establishment, um, and he like, makes eye contact with this beautiful woman who I think is his wife. I think so, yeah. I think she's his wife. Um... And then he hears, like, dogs barking and howling in the distance. And he, like, is trying to keep playing, but he keeps hearing the dogs and they're getting closer and then he starts seeing them running, like, their shadows (coughs) moving past the windows. Yeah. Which is super scary. Especially when you start to realize that he's the only one seeing them. And nobody else can see or hear them. Like, that's freaky. Um, and the barking is, like, right outside and he panics and runs from the building um, he ends up, he, like, stops on the road, kind of, I think, to see if they're following him, and they are, and he ends up dropping his g- guitar, and he runs all the way home, where he locks his do- the door behind him, um, and he, like, falls to his knees as the he- hellhounds are banging on the door. Well, I just, spoilers, they're hellhounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, they kind of, it's really interesting the way they kind of cut this, because, mm-hmm. the the banging on the door banging on the door and we cut to like him and then we cut back to the door but it's a little bit later i think or i don't know but the the door bursts open and it's his wife and two men from the bar and robert is on the ground having some kind of looked like a seizure or a heart attack (coughs) um the woman sends the two men that were with her for a doctor and she she asks Robert what's wrong, and he says black dogs before he dies. Um, which is a very intense cold open. Yeah, it's a really good cold open. <laughs> it's real good. It's really good. Um, the song featured in it is Hellhound on My Trail by Robert Johnson. So, excellent music choice. <laughs> so we jump to the present day, where Dean is very pleased about the fact that he's now in the FBI database. <laughs> Because he's a child. <laughs> Sam's like, now we have to lay low. Like, this is going to cause so many issues for us. And Dean's like, are you in there? And Sam's like, I'm sure we just haven't posted it yet. <laughs> Dean's like, nah, you're jealous. <laughs> Which is, it's a fun little brother moment. Um, but in the meantime, they found a case of an architect. An architect? What? <laughs> I wondering what you're trying to say. An architect <laughs> who jumped off a roof. Um, and apparently in the days before his death, he reported seeing a vicious black dog. Um, which made no sense, because he lived in, like, a high-rise apartment complex, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: so they were like, how the fuck would a black dog- It's like a ritzy one, too. Yeah. Like, like, they've got a- they've got a doorman, like, no dog made it past the security guy at the front door, you know. Nobody else in the building reported a dog. Yeah. So- um, so we cut to, I think they are also in in Greenwood. I'm guessing so. I'm not entirely sure where they are, actually, in this episode. <laughs> They're not far from Greenwood, I don't think. Um. Let me just, where are they? Yeah. I think so. Rosedale, Mississippi. No, that's the opener. Oh, so the the opener's in Rosedale, Mississippi. Where did I get Greenwood?
1: Glenwood. No! Oh, Greenwood, Mississippi. Oh,
0: the wiki has things out of order. Because that, this... Oh, yeah. That's where the... (coughs) The deal. Yeah.
1: So that is Greenwood, Mississippi, the opener. Greenwood,
0: the, the opener's in Greenwood, Mississippi in August of 1938. That means Robert Johnson only got eight years. That's not ten years. That demon gypped him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't really know where the rest of the episode is set. So, from after the boys talk about these potential case... We jump to them posing as journalists. I think they say for the Architectural Digest. (laughs) They're they're journalists doing a tribute to this guy. His name was Sean. Uh, And they learn from Sean's friend that he was a genius, um, but it wasn't all that way. About 10 years before, he he couldn't design anything and was working as a bartender um, at a place called Lloyd's Bar. Uh, and then literally overnight, he was designing masterpieces. hmm Um, so from there, the boys go to the local animal shelter to get a list of complaints, which is smart, actually. <laughs> um, Dean comes out with a list, and they go to, like, track them all down. Um, and they end up at the house of one Dr. Perlman, where they meet her maid, but- Perlman is not home. She's like, gone on a trip. They learned that Dr. Perlman was appointed to her position ten years ago. <coughs> you okay? I keep asking that question. Like, it's gonna change it's anything. The same answer. <laughs> um. So Perlman was chief of surgery. So apparently she was the like youngest at her specific hospital. Um. And she was appointed ten years ago. Um, And while they're talking to the maid, Dean finds a photo of Dr. Perlman when she was younger with Lloyd's bar written on the back. So that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) And we cut to um, Dr. Perlman in a motel room. freaked out, like, something's scaring her big time. Um, And the motel manager knocks on the door and tells her that she has to vacate or pay for another night. And she goes to get cash, but when she turns around, his face is, like, all... Weird and <laughs> yeah. like he's like twisting his head around in a weird way. It's a very very effective. <laughs> I, um, I wrote uh, what just happened. <laughs> freaky, she's hallucinating. Yeah, um, and she slams the door in his face and locks it. So, um, cut back to the Winchesters. They arrive at Lloyd's bar, which. I'm amazed is still functioning. This place looks like a, <laughs> it's been from the 40s. This place looks like a stiff breeze would knock it right, right over. 30s. <laughs> I don't think this is where um this. I don't think this is where Johnson Robert Johnson made his deal.
1: It said at the beginning that's where he was performing.
0: Did it? And the synopsis did it say? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it did. Oh, was he? Damn.
1: Says... I don't remember that. At
0: Lloyd's Did bar, playing yeah. Blues guitar at Lloyd's bar. Huh, interesting. I didn't. I missed that. I genuinely missed that subtitle. I was doing something <laughs> in my notes. Um. Okay, so they notice they or they arrive at Lloyd's bar, and Dean notices that this crossroad, where the bar is, has yarrow plants growing on all four corners of it. Um, and according to the boys, yarrow is used for summoning rituals. So Dean's starting to put together pieces. Ten-year mm-hmm. contracts, overnight successes. And then they dig up a box with all of the ingredients to summon a crossroad demon to make a deal. Mm. Um, so these people aren't seeing black dogs like the boys originally thought they were. They are seeing hellhounds. So Which are also black dogs. Just demonic ones. <laughs> <laughs> we never get a color for them in Supernatural. <laughs> Other than Robert Johnson Visible. saying they were black dogs. <laughs> I guess he did say they were black dogs, huh? Yeah. That is true. Okay. So from we cut back to Pearlman. She's, like, hiding in her motel room while something is banging on the door. Clearly a, a big dog of some kind, because I think it's barking. <laughs> um, and then it stops, and she, like, gets up, I guess, to go investigate? I don't know why. I, would, I wouldn't go anywhere near that <laughs> door. But the... Something invisible crashes through her window and attacks her and starts, like, clawing her to shreds. This effect is so good. Yeah. Like, the claw effect. Yeah. It's one of my favorites that they do in early seasons. It's just, like, when when invisible hellhounds. claws. Yeah. It's tearing. Uh, it's creepy. Yeah. So from there we cut to, um, nineteen thirty. This isn't where Robert Johnson made his deal, because he made his deal in Rosedale, Mississippi. Yeah. In 1930. not it's in, a different location. Not in Greenwood. Yeah. But, so we're in Rosedale, Mississippi now, in 1930, and Robert Jan- Johnson is burying a bag at a crossroad. Um, a woman in a white dress appears, and he asks to be the best blues guitar player in the world, um, and then they kiss to seal the deal before she disappears. So... Um, and we got to present time. (laughs) And Sam says that it's just like the Robert Johnson legend. And then this is where Dean says that it's not a legend. That Robert Johnson died toking on his own blood, hallucinating and talking about big evil dogs. Um, and I guess this is where we should kind of get into the... lore of this episode. Because we are dealing with hellhounds and crossroad demons. So, um, within supernatural lore hellhounds are aggressive violent dogs that can and do serve demons they commonly appear to kill a person who has made a deal with a crossroad demon allowing the person's soul to be harvested by hell in the days preceding the end of a person's time they will appear to be the victim they'll appear to the victim in dreams and the person will hallucinate um this is i'm getting all of this from the super wiki i'll make sure to link those pages in the episode description for you guys so, some of their powers and abilities are enhanced senses, invisibility, um, invulnerability, and super strength and speed. So, what did you find about hellhounds, my love?
1: Um, Just kind of general stuff from Wikipedia. So, just that a uh, hellhound is a mythological hound, which embodies a guardian or a servant of hell, the devil, or the underworld. Um, they do occur in mythologies around the world, like all over, Mm -hmm. literally, with the best known examples being Cerberus from Greek mythology, um, Garmer from Norse mythology, and the black dogs of English folklore, and the fairy hounds of Celtic mythology. Interesting. Um, Physical characteristics vary, but they're commonly black, anomalously overgrown, supernaturally strong. And often have red eyes or are accompanied by flames.
0: Interesting. So, similar. Yeah. Alright. So, and we also in this episode deal with crossroad demons, which are red-eyed demons <laughs> that make formal agreements or bargains with humans granting any wish in exchange for claiming their life and soul at a fixed point in the future. Um, terms of contracts may vary, but the person selling their soul is usually given 10 years to live. Deals are ma- are sealed with a kiss, and the crossroad demon is typically summoned by burying a container full of ritual items, including a photograph of the summoner, graveyard dirt, a black cat bone, and yarrow at the center of a crossroads. And then, when the person dies, either before his or their time, or is killed by a hellhound at the end of the appointed period, their soul is sent to hell. So we get our first real look at a crossroad demon in the scene with um, Robert Johnson where we see him make his deal. Um, I, I love the red eyes. I love that they gave the crossroad demons a different eye color.
1: Yeah. Because it makes them distinct. And That's the thing in Supernatural
0: the different ranks of demons have different eye colors. Uh-huh. Which
1: It's cool, because you can kind of tell them apart. And yeah,
0: and it makes it really, it's a really easy way to indicate to your audience that this is something different, you know? Yeah. Like, you get it's all your regular, <laughs> you get Meg with her black eyes and stuff, and then you get Azazel. With his yellow eyes, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, that's that's a more powerful demon. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> or later on, we get different eyes colors too. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was really interesting. But Babe has done some research on Robert Johnson for us. did. She was getting real into it earlier. <laughs> Super she was reading so intently. So I think this is all from the Wikipedia page, right? Yeah. Okay. I am not going to read everything
1: word for word, but I'll just, just kind give of go us over the, it. the gist. <laughs> Yeah, so it was really interesting. I had no idea that that scene oh, was based real young. on a real person. Yeah. And that, you know, that there was that legend associated with him? him. I had no idea either till this episode. Yeah, so Robert Leroy Johnson was born May 8th, 1911, and died August 16th, 1938. So he was like in his 20s,
0: wasn't he? Yeah, that's young. Pretty young. <clears throat>
1: um, he was an American blues guitarist, singer, and songwriter. Um Yeah, he was pretty he's 27. Inf- 27. <laughs> younger than wow. me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um yeah, he was like super like influential for later generations of l- musicians, especially mm-hmm. blues musicians. Um He's now recognized as a master of the blues, particularly the delta blues style. Um yeah, it does say at the age of 27 oh, yeah, um, he died near Greenwood, Mississippi of unknown causes um, his death was not reported publicly he merely disappeared from the historical record and it was not until almost 30 years later um, that someone was researching his life and found his death certificate which listed only the date and location with no official cause of death Um, and there was no formal autopsy done. Um, instead a pro forma examination was done to file the death certificate and no immediate cause of death was determined. It is likely he had congenital syphilis and it was suspected later by medical professionals that it may have been a contributing factor in his death. Um... It says, however, 30 years of local legend and oral tradition had, like the rest of his life story, built a legend which has filled in gaps in the scant historical record. Um, that's kind of leading to, you know, why there's different legends
0: around what caused the death of... It's because nobody really kept a record of what actually happened. Yeah. They didn't do,
1: like, a formal autopsy or anything, so... He died super young, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... According to the legend, as a young man living on a plantation in rural Mississippi, Johnson had a tremendous desire to become a great blues musician. One of the legends often told that uh, Johnson was instructed to take his guitar to a crossroad near Dockery Plantation at midnight. Um, it says there are claims for at least a dozen other sites as the location at the crossroads. <laughs> Everybody is claiming that, that they have the crossroads in their state or city. Yeah. That's the... You know, the actual crossroads. But um, there he met... He was met by a large black man, the devil, who took the guitar and tuned it. The devil played a few songs and then returned the guitar to Johnson, giving him master of the And um, The story of a deal with the devil at the crossroads mirrors the legend of Faust. Um, in exchange for his soul, Johnson was able to create the blues for which he became famous. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Anyway, that's, that's kind of the gist of it.
0: Yeah. So obviously, the stuff about him dying choking on his own blood is not confirmed fact. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but supernatural is not known for being confirmed fact.
1: There's also so. other suspicions of other illnesses he could have possibly mm-hmm. have that contributed to it, but no one really yeah. knows for sure. So. Because nobody kept any record. And this is kind of a good example of like how like a more modern legend starts like yeah just having these gaps of information and then word of mouth and yeah you know gossip people speculate
0: and then things just pulling from their own
1: folklore and stories and it turns into something like a myth or legend Mm -hmm. like that which is pretty interesting it's always super interesting yeah because it's not even that old as you know 1930s so yeah
0: he died in nineteen thirty eight. That was not even a hundred years ago. It's
1: kind of a cool example of like modern American mythology. That's pretty yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, I that that I do really find interesting. But yeah, he, he was, was a really good. He was really talented. Oh yeah, super talented. Super super talented.
1: He was inspirational for a lot of other famous musicians as oh, well. Oh, I so. bet. Including like Bob Dylan. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: I think. Um, his songs also include, like, a lot of references to oh yeah that's the occult something. and stuff. Yeah, a
1: lot of occult references, mentioning devil hellhounds, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got,
0: um, <clears throat> Hellhound on My Trail, Crossroad Blues, that's where the title of this episode came from, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's easy to see how those, like, stories may have started mm-hmm. in the years after his death. Like, hey, he sang all these songs about crossroads and Maybe he was singing out of experience,
1: yeah. And then it mentions also that, you know, a lot of, like, the type of music, like, blues music has been associated a lot with, like, that sort of thing. With, like, um, hoodoo and... Yeah, like, uh, the occult things. Occult and, yeah. Yeah. I said that somewhere. I
0: don't know where it went, but. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> That's super interesting, babe. And, uh, as Like I said, I will include the links to those Wikipedia pages for you guys down below if you want to do some deeper digging. Um, this is just kind of surface I, yeah,
1: level. I just, like, skim read it. <laughs> yeah. But it's super interesting. Yeah. I highly recommend looking into it.
0: So, yeah. Um, getting back to the episode. Okay, so, um, Sam wants to find out if anybody else has made a deal at the Crossroads. Because so far they've had two people that they are pretty certain made a deal at this Crossroads on the same night. Um, or, like, in- within a couple days of each other. Um, Dean is like, that's pointless. Like, these people dug their own graves. <laughs> like, what Why? Well, don't- there's no point in trying to save them, like, you know, which I mean, he kind of has a point. Uh, to a degree, yeah. To a degree. And Sam has a
1: more uh, sympathetic approach. Sam,
0: for- yeah, Sam's like, well... Doesn't mean we shouldn't
1: try and save them. Yeah,
0: which, fair enough. Um, So, Sam is very insistent and Dean's like, alright, fine, I'll play along. And there's a photo inside the box that they dug up, because we have to bury... A picture of yourself if you're summoning a, summoning a crossroads demon. So Dean takes the picture and goes to the bar to see if anyone recognizes this dude. This, this, <laughs> this dude. This dude. This dude. This bar's been open for like 70 years. Yeah. Because this episode old ass bar. <laughs> takes place in like 2006, 2007. Yeah. And we see in a flashback Robert Johnson playing there in the 1938. 30s. Yeah. So, like, you go from 1938 to 2007, that's a long time to still be open. Damn. It's impressive. Yeah, especially for somewhere- In the same building, too. In the middle of fucking nowhere! (laughs) It's probably the same wood on the walls still, like, it doesn't look like it's been renovated, (laughs) updated, it's It's probably- It's probably all
1: tourists. Because of Robert Johnson coming there.
0: Oh, maybe yeah. It's like this is maybe. the last place he played before s- he died. Type yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> we never see the inside of the bar. Just Cause they that go one from flashback. here. Yeah. yeah, they go from here to George Darrow's apartment. Um, teens, like, what do you think this guy sold his soul soul for? Like, <laughs> he keeps making jokes about like apartments full of women and stuff. Um, they get up to the apartment. And there's a a line of black powder outside the door. Um, And they're kind of investigating. George opens the door. And um, Dean asks if he's seen the hellhound yet. (laughs) Dean! Wait, introduce yourself, Dean. Yeah. Um, And then he's like, you know, salt is better than pepper. (laughs) Like, you're using the wrong condom, basically. (laughs) Um, Sam's like, pardon my idiot older brother. We're here to help you. Um and he persuades George to give them five minutes. So inside, uh, they go inside the apartment and it's full of artwork. Full of canvases of finished art pieces that are really cool. hmm Um, I wanna know who they actually got to like do this artwork. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really good art. Um, Sam asks what the stuff in the doorway is and George says that it's goofer dust. Um it's hoodoo and he learned it I think from his aunt or his grandma. I can't remember. A a family member of his taught him. Does this say, George's actor looked familiar to me? Does he?
1: I don't know if I've seen him Um, something else or not. He it's
0: to keep out the demons. Let me look him up for you. John Lafayette. Um, he's been in some uh... NCIS. Bones, It's been in Criminal a Mines. movie with, um,
1: Harrison Ford. That's cool.
0: Um. It's been a lot of TV House. shows. Yeah, lots of one-time roles. Some recurring roles. M- must have seen in one of these sometime. Um. I don't huh. know. I do not know. Is a MacGyver. yeah i don't recognize most of these there's a few that i recognize near the top because he was in an episode of criminal minds west wing house
1: er a lot of hospital doctor shows (laughs) yeah and (laughs) cis
0: um most of these i'm not familiar with so i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know some days um, I might have been long
1: enough that I just recognize them from Supernatural and did yeah,
0: <laughs> 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 Okay, so um, George gives Dean a bag of the goofer dust. Um, and I think he says, like, four minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam's, Sam's like, well, there must be something we can do to help you. And George is like, look, that's really nice. I, I get it. You want to help. But uh, like, I'd made this decision. I, I decided to sell my soul. I'm the one who summoned the demon in the first place. It's, you know, he-, he It's consequences of his own actions, which is a very grown-up, mature way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But he does mention that,
1: um, well, he does have regrets about the fact that the demon didn't leave.
0: Yes. And he, he, he also, he regrets asking for talent when he should have asked for fame. Yeah. Um, cause he's, now he's an incredible artist, but nobody cares about his work. No one really knows about him, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and he regrets that the demon didn't leave. It hung around Lloyd's for a week, making more deals, and he tried to warn people, but no one would listen. Um, as far as he remembers, there were three others. The architect, the doctor, and a nice guy named Evan. (laughs) so George has accepted his fate. Um, he's just trying to buy himself a little time so he can finish his last painting, which like, that's fair. (laughs) And he tells the boys to leave. Um, I think Sam asks if he really wants to die and he's like, no, but I'm tired, which also fair.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, then we cut to Evan's house, which is the nice guy named Evan that George mentioned. I don't remember his last name. It's in it's in my cast list, but I don't feel like scrolling. I think George mentioned that he didn't know what ended up happening to, happening yeah. to Evan. He's
0: like, he was a really nice guy, I don't know what happened to him. It's
1: <laughs> like the other two we ended up hearing about because they became like super famous, you know? Yeah. But Evan, yeah. he
0: didn't know what happened to him. Because the architect was like, the friend even said, "Like, oh, he always got the tributes." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and the doctor was the youngest. They both ended chief up in surgery. The yeah, in her ho- at her hospital, like, you yeah. Know, so,
1: um, so it cuts to Evan. He's working at his computer, and when he starts hearing a dog barking outside, um, he goes to look out the window, and then his wife comes in. Um, I guess he's she's going to visit, like her sister had a new baby or something.
0: Yeah. So I think for, like, she's going on a little, like, weekend getaway to visit her sister. Yeah. Um.
1: So he asks if she's ready to go and says he'll miss her. She's, um. I don't know if she's, like, worried about him being alone. Yeah,
0: he's kind of, like, being kind of jittery. And, like, it's clear he's kind of anxious about something. Like, something's stressing him out. Yeah. But when she asks and he says he's fine, she doesn't push it. She probably mm-hmm. figures like, "Oh, he'll he'll tell me later if it's you That's know important." Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he says he's just gonna like get work done all, all weekend, and pay some bills. Yeah, <laughs> uh, adulthood. Yeah, pay, some bil- pay some bills, <laughs> but I think
1: uh, he has some suspicion of the type of bills he's gonna be paying.
0: I wouldn't even make that
1: connection. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the way he says it is, like, super ominous. It's like, he's paying his his due, you know? Yeah,
0: Yeah, I didn't even think of that.
1: Um, And then as she's leaving, she turns back to say she loves him, but her face gets all distorted like the other lady saw. Saw, Yeah, like
0: the motel managers did. Um, There's a little bit of behind the scenes we get of that effect from a later season, and it's Jensen doing it. And he's like... (laughs) Like, doing the faces, and then they, like, come into CGI and make it spooky. <laughs> he's, like, doing He's, like, making weird it's faces. It's really funny. It's really funny. It's in the bloopers for, I think, season eight. He's, like, I hear you laughing. Because <laughs> you can totally hear the camera guys and the crew just dying. <laughs> that would be a weird thing to have to act out. The camera guy's, like, right up in it. The camera's, like, right in his face, and he's, like, doing all these weird, like, expressions, like twisting his head all over the place <laughs> and the crew in the back is just dying. It's so good. <laughs> Alright. Um, then they right there, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, the boys show up. Yeah, the boys arrive. Dean uh, has no manners.
1: <laughs> like, doesn't he doesn't even break down the door. <laughs> he does. Wait, they, they, is he? they knock on the door first. Yeah, they knock on the door and
0: Evan answers and Dean's like, you ever been to a bar called Lloyd's? And Evan's like, the fuck. It's and Sam slams the door. This,
1: and Dean kicks it down. And Sam's like, what are we going to do? And Dean's just like, yeah He breaks it down. Oh my gosh. Uh, and Evan like, goes and locks himself in his office where they follow him.
0: <laughs> he shuts himself in the office but doesn't lock the door. Because when they get to it, Dean's like getting ready to kick it down <laughs> again. he Sam, just Sam stops, him. stops him and opens it. It's golden. I
1: love the fact that... <laughs> i just watching Sam uh, blocking Dean's kick. Is, okay. It cracked me up anyways. Um, <laughs> Alright, where am I? Um, um, so they finally persuade him to listen to them. That they're going to try and help him.
0: They're not demons.
1: Yeah. Dean asks what the deal was and kind of asks it like super sarcastically and rudely because he thinks it's going to yeah. be something stupid. Like, what did you and get? Ev-
0: Evan's like, you know, my wife. And Dean's like, oh. oh. <laughs> you made a deal for a girl. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, what a dick. Like, he's being such a dick about it. He doesn't even let the guy explain. Yeah. And but- I, think, I think part of it's because Dean's kind of getting he's getting more and more on edge the further into this case they get because he's starting to as we we'll learn and learn more and more government. about he's, what's going he's on. really he's finally like he cannot deny it anymore about what happened about to what John. happened with yeah. John and how he didn't how Dean didn't die. He's seeing a lot of similarities. He's 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 put he was putting pieces together before, but now like it's really... someone has given him the puzzle box and he's <laughs> seeing the full picture for the first time, real clearly, and he's not happy. And he's taking it out on poor Evan! (laughs) And Evan, like, talks
1: about how, you know, he was desperate, you know? Mm -hmm. And then they're like, whoa, that doesn't sound like just wanting to get a wife, you know? Like, why are you desperate? And he's like, well, my wife was dying of cancer and he made the deal so he could save her. Mm -hmm. And that kind of, like, shuts Dean up. Yeah, Dean's
0: like, oh. Well, it shuts him up, but also, like, it kind of makes him even more mad. Yeah, he's, it he, ends he, now up making he's him not more giving Dean. He's not giving Evan shit for like, oh, you made a deal just to get the girl. Now he's like, did you ever think once about how your wife would feel? And Evan's like, well, I did it for her. And Dean's like, no, you did it for you because you couldn't live without her. But now she has to live without you. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you think she would feel knowing that you sold your soul? Dean is taking it you very know, personally. He is because <laughs> uh, he's finally realized he does have a good point. He does. Like Evan made this choice without thinking about what the consequences would be for his wife when he inevitably died a brutal death. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But also, Dean, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, gotta keep going. Sure. Um, do I do mean, That was very motivated.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know if you are taking over or not. Oh, no. I'm, just, I'm not. Unless you want me to. I was trying to find a good screen cap. Ooh.
1: That's a pretty that one. That was
0: good. I could use that one.
1: Anyway, they... Go out into the hall to talk, and Dean has a plan of what to do.
0: Yeah. Um, Sam's <laughs>
1: gonna try and keep Evan alive. <laughs> Good luck. Dean's gonna go to the crossroad to summon the demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's hoping to trap it and do something, I guess. Persuade it to break the contract. <laughs> um, they are both...
0: I just found the gift of Yeah. <laughs> Dean going to kick on the door, and Sam literally—I forgot—he just—I forgot—he just just grabs his knee.
1: (coughs) He like grabs his foot. So
0: good. This—the silent communication. Dean's like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking for screen a screen grab to use as the um, art for this episode. (laughs) And Sam doesn't want Dean to go
1: because. He realizes that something's bothering Dean. Yeah. And he thinks he knows what it is because he's thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, and this is where it comes out. Yeah. That John
0: um, made
1: a deal. He's like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, I'm alive. John's dead. And John's dead. And.
0: Something the devil happened. was involved. Yeah. The devil. <laughs> the demon was involved. <laughs> um. But they don't really get a chance to form another plan or talk about this. Because Evan sees the
1: hellhound. And uh, it's time to put De- the plan into effect. Dean's like,
0: bye! <laughs> <laughs> he literally... Sam's like, I fucking it. <laughs> so we cut from there to Dean arriving at the crossroads. He goes to the, ones out, the one outside Lloyd's Bar again. Um... don't think it has to be specifically that crossroads i guess they're close to it i don't know i guess it's just convenient um and it's like a a location that he's already like been to and is semi-familiar with i suppose so it's yeah you know um he he buries his little box (laughs) and the crossroad demon shows up um she, she does a great, this actress does a great job. All of the actresses who play crossroad demons over the years do fantastic Is there ever jobs. a male crossroad demon? Yes. Oh, yes. There? You know who summons him? Who? Sam. Oh. <laughs> it is canon in the supernatural universe. <laughs> do they make out? No. Oh. It's, I know. I thought they do. Every I, time they make they a deal. They don't make a deal with him. They just summon him, but it is canon within the supernatural universe that crossroad demons are supposed to appear in a form that you're attracted to. That is pleasing and like enticing for the summoner. So the fact that a crossroad demon appeals appears when Sam summons him in a male form
1: says something
0: (laughs) to me, at least. Also, Sam plays the pronoun game hardcore. Hardcore, does, yeah, oh my God. unless he's specifically talking about a very specific past partner, he uses gender neutral pronouns. I-, I love him. okay, <laughs> let's get into this. this cross, this actress who plays the Crossroads demons d- is fantastic. This is what I wanted to say is because the to play the, specifically the actresses who play Crossroads demons, they have to find this balance between like creepy but also like sensual but also like they're wicked smart yeah like they are thinking they're the uh salesmen of the demons oh yeah <laughs> there's like a sliminess to them but they're also like sexy and appealing and it's just every single actress who plays one does such yeah, a good they're the ones that job. can get some souls down to hell oh yeah so they, they, they do... gotta be good at their job yeah well and this actress is excellent Um, She knows exactly who Dean is. She asks what she can do for him. (laughs) Um, And Dean's like, you know, why don't we go talk in my car? Which, Dean. (laughs) Uh, And she agrees to that. We kind of cut back and forth here because we're cutting back and forth between Dean talking to the demon and Sam trying to keep Evan Breathing. Because <laughs> Evan has house, some goofer dust. Sam is, he uses every speck of goofer dust because he lays it all along the walls of the room, which is fucking genius. Why don't you do that with salt? Also, why don't the demons just bust through walls? I don't get it, but okay, whatever. Um, he So he lays it all along the walls and then he lays um, a circle around Evan and tells Evan to stay in the goddamn circle. <laughs> Which Evan does a very good job at. There are some times during the show when they'll be like, stay in the circle of salt and the person gets out of the fucking circle. And they're like, are you stupid?
1: (laughs) Do you want to die? Evan does
0: a good job listening. Um, Because he he doesn't want (laughs) to die. So as Dean and the Crossroad Demon are walking to the Impala and Dean says he wants Evan released from his contract. Um, She says that's non-negotiable. Um, and asks, like, he's like, well, I can make it worth your while, and she's like, okay, well, what are you offering? And he says himself, um, his life for Evan's life. And she says, like, father like son, (laughs) which is confirmation of what John Winchester did. Um, so, Sam has emptied the entire bag of goofer dust. (laughs) Like I mentioned before, he's like, it's out. (laughs) This is all we got. <laughs> Last stand here. Um, things get real intense there, real fucking quick.
1: <laughs> I love how like when, like the door starts shaking and stuff. Sam just like hurries and jumps into the circle. He's like, "I'll be it.
0: here too." <laughs> I mean, they don't really have a way to fight the hellhound. Because
1: well, Evan mentions that like he can see the door moving and hear it. Like, can Sam also see the door moving? I would imagine
0: Sam could see the door moving because it's the hellhound affecting. The, the world, yeah. and not just being, because like if the hellhound was just like walking around them on in the room, they wouldn't. He see wouldn't it. be able to see it, but Evan would be able to see it and hear it and stuff. And like I think when the hellhound is like clawing up the floor, then Sam can see, Sam can see and it and because yeah. he can see that the hellhound is affecting the environment, the world. Okay, yeah. Um, At least that's kind of how I figured it was. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's maybe Sam. Just, but I think I think it makes sense that Sam could, like, see the claw marks and stuff so he could see the that door moving. That makes sense moving. to me. But. He sees the great bust open for sure. Yes. <laughs> the okay. take off. Um, so the demon asks if Dean knew about John's deal. Um, she says that she didn't make it, but she wishes she had. <laughs> Um, and this is where Dean opens the passenger door of the car for her, but before she can get in, she sees the devil's trap that he painted under the car. Um, meanwhile back at Evan's house, (laughs) the hellhound is trying to break down the door to his study. Um, good thing Dean didn't kick it in earlier. (coughs) (laughs) Um, so the demon is fucking pissed. Uh, she- she tells Dean that- I think she says that she should rip him limb from limb. Um. Uh, but she says she won't because his misery is too much fun to watch and his misery is the whole point. Um, she kind of backs him up against, I think it's a water tower. I've always thought it was a water tower. I looks wonder like if it's a the water wiki tower to says. me. Um, yeah, the wiki says it's a water tower too. Okay, so I didn't just make that up. <laughs> I mean, it looks I'm like a water, sure tower. It's a water tower. I think we see it in the background of some other shots. Um, but so Dean's like, she like backs Dean up against one of the legs of the water tower, um, and says that he blew it because she could have given Dean what he needed his dad. Um, and she starts to leave before she gets very far Dean calls her back. Um, meanwhile back at Evan's house, uh, the hellhound has stopped banging on the door and instead decides it's going to come through the air vents, <laughs> which is fun! I <laughs> guess they're not too big because they can fit inside an air vent. I wonder if they can change their size, like as needed. Maybe I don't know. I would imagine there's like a limit to that. Like it can't like become like bug sized to crawl under a door or something. <laughs> but like it can like shrink down a bit to fit into I, I just a tighter think space. Kind of the average size of like a bigger dog. In general, I think in supernatural they're kind of more like dog, big dog size, yeah. yeah.
1: We're not talking
0: Um, the actual size of Cerberus from Greek
1: mythology, which is a very big dog. We do meet one, though it
0: is quite large. Though that may be because it's standing next to Crowley. (laughs) And Mark Shepard is not as tall. I mean, he's he's an average. He's of average height. (laughs) But next to Sheridan Jensen, he looks tiny. (laughs) But the dog is... We do meet a very large hellhound at one point. You later. actually get to see it? No, but... Oh. It's... I want to see the donkey. <laughs> you get to! You just gotta wait a few more seasons. If I, I wait like a few donkeys, more, I even if six. they're demonic donkeys. Wait six more seasons.
1: Wait, you do get to see one? Uh-huh.
0: Me. Kind of a weird, hazy... Um puppy. And not for long. There's, there's a, a <laughs> you're TikTok. Gonna, you're gonna be so mad. I am.
1: Are they not cute? They're, well, they are ugly as fuck. <laughs>
0: but don't do but this. is what happens in that episode oh. to get me oh. mad about it.
1: <laughs> I oh think there's God. a TikTok of, like, this, like, super, like, like, like a big, like, fluffy dog, but he's big, and he's, like, angrily, like, growling and barking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, every, and all it's the like girls Tibetan... in the comments
0: are like, puppy. <laughs> he's like a Tibetan <laughs> Mastiff, I think. Yeah. Like, one of those real big, like, you're like, that's not a dog, that's a bear on a leash.
1: <laughs> and everyone's in the comments like, puppy,
0: Let the... a pet the fool. And <laughs> there's people who are like, get that dog a white woman. <laughs> There's a great <laughs> comedy bit where the guy's like, white women are- af-, he's a black guy, I think, and he's like, white ma- women are afraid of nothing. They will take a vicious pit bull off the streets and they'll dress him in PJs and name him Daisy. <laughs> hey, pitties are cute. I love pitties. They're just
1: big foofies. They
0: are. You, they just are just big, big babies. babies. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, but it was very true. <laughs> it's like, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Alright, so Dean asks the Crossroad Demon if she can really bring John back, and she says that she can. John would live a long, natural life, and Dean would get 10 years with him, and it would. She says it would just be setting things straight, because Dean was supposed to die, and John was supposed to live, and John fucked with the natural order, you know? <laughs> um, but, so. Dean would still die, he'd just get ten extra years. And also he'd be eternally in hell, so... Yeah, there's that. Um, That's not quite as fun. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, and while this little conversation has been happening, Dean has been kind of backing up under the water tower, and she's been following him under it, and he asks if she could throw in a set of steak knives <laughs> as he steps out from under the water tower. And she called. the blocking is very important because she calls him a smartass and looks up to realize that he's got her in a devil's trap. <laughs> he painted it on the underside of the tower, because Dean is a smart cookie. Uh, and What's the point
1: of having the other one, pissed?
0: then? I think it was a backup. Like, he- if- um, if he could get her into the car, you know, then she'd be trapped. But if he couldn't get her into the car, then he had a backup plan of get her under the water tower. Wasn't the car under the water tower? No. I was thinking it was already under the
1: water tower. No. So I'm like, what's the point of that?
0: <laughs> no, the car's parked on the road. Okay. The water tower space is, like, definitely not big enough for that car to fit under. I thought it was under the- okay. How big do you think the water tower is? Because it's a it little one. Big. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a little one. Um... I accidentally scrolled my page all the way up. Okay. Why didn't he just draw the devil trap a tiny bit
1: smaller so it would be completely hidden under the Impala? Does it have to be a certain size?
0: I don't think so. But I think he wanted to guarantee... I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he accidentally made the circle a little too big. I don't <laughs> he know. He was probably eyeballing it. He didn't park the Impala just quite... Just do like
1: a tiny one that they can't see. He
0: probably didn't park the Impala as... Perfectly on top of it as he well, it's probably to. gonna be big know. enough
1: at least for them to he, be able to be in the middle of it. He physically, He also right? was
0: working very quickly because the hellhounds were already at Evan's house. Yes, so he was working. Fast. That's
1: probably part of the rules, though, right? They actually have to physically fit question. inside the circle, like a circle of salt I think type so. of thing. So, maybe it makes
0: sense to me. Yeah, but I don't know. Um. Okay. So Dean tells the demon that he will let her out of the devil's trap if she breaks Evan's contract she says no so he gets out a Rosary and a book <laughs> um, at Evan's house we see this is where we see the the hellhound is clawing marks onto the floor um, I love the way they cut back and forth here because Dean begins his exorcism as a wind kicks up in the office at Evan's house and breaks the circle um, and Sam and Evan just book it and hide in the laundry room (laughs) and sam holds the door shut like a goddamn badass uh this is one of two times i can think of within the canada show that sam holds back hellhounds really all uh, all by himself yeah um so that's cool (laughs) um the demon yells for dean to stop and at this exact moment, I love the way I love the way they cut between the two, because mm-hmm. again, Dean starts the exorcism, the wind kicks up, the demon yells for Dean to stop, the hellhound goes silent. I think she says stop. The it was a little bit s- tricky with the subtitles. Let me see what the transcript on SuperWiki has to say. I call this Act Five No, Four. Um, okay, so according to the wiki, the demon says, Wait. Um, subtitles said something weird. I can't so remember. So it's like the hellhounds are actually listening to her. Yeah. So it's like she's saying it to Dean and also to the hellhounds. Yeah. Which I love that that effect.
1: I um, guess if she's
0: the one that made the deal with
1: Evan, yep, and those are the hellhounds, the hellhounds that are yeah.
0: um, carrying out the deal, yeah. whatever. Yeah, so the Hellhound goes silent, and we cut to the demon kissing Dean. <laughs> According to her, Evan is free. That is the rules. Um, she's like, I I always keep my deals. Like, that is, that is like, the one rule of being a crosshair demon is you have to keep your deal. Um, Dean considers finishing the exorcism, but she's like, if you do that, I'll just crawl my way out of hell eventually, and uh, when I do, I'll kill Evan. So, because that would be breaking the deal. Mm-hmm. Dean said he would let her out of the trap if she broke Evan's contract, so if he doesn't uphold his part of the deal, she doesn't have to uphold hers. Um that's another one of the things I find so interesting about crossroad demons is that they have to keep like their bargains. Yeah. Like they, they, seem are, they, they have they, a lot more are, rules that they have to Yeah. They're abide kept by. to a very strict code. Um I love it. It's very interesting. Um Dean in a very slick move that I found a little bit sexy, <laughs> climbs the leg, like one of the posts of the water tower and tears off a board to break the trap. Um, and the she demon, just casually
1: walks out. Yeah, the demon steps out of it. Slightly
0: annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, she says that Dean never would have pulled that stunt if he knew where John was. And she starts kind of talking about how awful hell is. Um, Dean threatens to send her back there but before he can do anything, she smokes out and leaves a very confused young woman behind. <laughs> that poor girl. <laughs> I always forget that they have to possess That there's somewhere. a person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Supernatural forgets that, too.
1: Really? <laughs> yes! <laughs> the poor lady's like, oh where am gosh. I? She's like,
0: what happened? Teen's <laughs> like, ah, <"I>, uh. oops.
1: But <laughs> like okay. now I have to explain to this yep. poor lady.
0: <laughs> so from there, we cut to the boys driving out of town, I guess. Uh, and talking about John's deal. Um, Dean's like, you know, how the hell am I supposed to live with the knowledge that John is in hell? You know, and he says that this shouldn't be John's legacy, you know, going out with a demon deal. He should have gone out fighting Azazel and not bargaining with him. Um, and Sam has a really good point, and he asks how many people John saved. And Dean's like, well, that's not the point. And Sam's like, well, Evan is still alive because of what John taught them. Mm -hmm. They are John's legacy. Like, it's not about the stories that people tell about John, you know, about, oh, John Winchester, he could take out this many Wendigos in one go and all that. It's about the people who are actually saved. Saving people hunting things. Yep. The family business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sam asks if Dean considered making the deal that the demon offered him of bringing John back. Uh, and Dean doesn't answer. He just turns up the radio. And our episode fades out to cut to a soon preview. I forgot that it had this.
1: Yeah, does this mean this is the season mid-season? I'm not because sure. this is the first time I can remember other than, like, the season finale is where we actually have, like, a preview for the rest of the season. So it must have been, like, right before some sort of break, right?
0: Um, it doesn't say. The end of this episode, a promo was aired that became known as the Soon Promo, as the word Soon appeared in the title card. It was a compilation of scenes from upcoming episodes, Croatoan and *Hunted*, ending with a clip- or ending with the moment before Dean reveals to Sam what John had told him. Um, I don't remember if this is a- mid-season. I mean, technically it's not the mid-episode, but... No, but sometimes scheduling ends up weird. Yeah, I have no idea. I never looked at any of the trivia or references for this episode, fun fact. Huh. Is there any interesting ones? Oh, I skipped over Dean flirting with the, um, the lady at the (laughs) animal shelter. (laughs) I must have missed that one. Uh, that's catch. when he's like, I wonder if it's has the quote. Uh, Secretary's name is Carly. She's twenty three. She uh, kayaks, and they're uh, real. they real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says that she gave him her MySpace address, and he's like, "What the hell is that? Is that some kind of porn site?" Teen.
1: <laughs> MySpace is so. Oh, two thousand
0: six. The the hotel that. Dr. Perlman stays at is called the Baskerville Motel, a reference to the ah, Sherlock Holmes Hound story. The Baskervilles, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't notice that. I also caught the MTV crew reference. You did. Reference. <laughs> you did catch that. And Dean says it wasn't for cash. Oh, who knows? Maybe his place is full of babes in Princess Leia bikinis. That's that's the part I remembered. I missed the Princess Leia part. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I thought he was the same guy. We are off-topic. The guy who plays the um, architect's friend that they talked to at the beginning, his name is Alex Ponovic, um, and he actually shows up two other times in the show. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Christy Lang, who played the Crossroad Demon, summoned by Robert Johnson, previously played Taylor in Hookman! That's the roommate that gets brutally murdered oh really
1: yeah she played the crossroads that oh uh,
0: okay oh that's so interesting vincent gale who played evan hudson played vigo in season 8 episode 10 i'm not i'm not as familiar with that episode and the actress who played dr perlman also played a witch in season 11 oh my god this episode oh. has so many actors who make other appearances <laughs> that's funny. dang that's so interesting. Okay, so we were talking about the um, the soon segment. I got distracted because I went to see if this was the mid-season finale. I don't think it was. I feel like 10 was the mid-season. I mean, that made more sense chronologically, 10, but... Well, not just chron. but 10 is the one that leaves us with um, the reveal of Dean's secret that he's been uh. keeping from Sam since episode one. So I guess this is season. just... So I think they this decided is just this it's just to put be a trailer in, yeah. Because Chromaton and Hunted are both big episodes. I guess so. But yeah, it's a it's a fun trailer. I can't imagine watching this episode airing live for the first time and that being the ending yeah. and having to fucking wait. We <laughs> <Ugh! laughs> just hit my keyboard. <laughs> Honestly though, I love watching shows week to week. I live for it. But yeah, so we get this trailer, it's set to Hair the Dog by Nazareth, and we get clips from Croatoan we get um, sneak peeks at Ava and stuff that happens in Hunted and then a tease right at the end of the big reveal of Dean's Secret, so It's very exciting I can't wait for next week I love (laughs) Uh, Croatoan so so much Ah, It's such a good episode Such a good episode Um, But yeah I think that is it for Crossroad Blues. It's a really good episode. I like it. It's an excellent episode. Introduces a lot of big concepts. It introduces some very important lore. Yeah. Um. But all right, I think I don't have anything else I want to talk about today. Do you have anything else you want to bring up, babe? Mm, Don't think so. Don't think so. Um, I made a TikTok about. Pancakes. (laughs) pancakes <laughs> that was, that's my <laughs> was really contribution to the world today
1: <laughs> it made me laugh
0: Yeah, <laughs> it made me laugh, it's great thank you guys so much for listening if you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Spotify, all those fun places um, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you are able to um, it helps the algorithm helps more people find us Um, and if you have fellow Supernatural fans tell them about the tell them about us about how I can't fucking talk Um, (laughs) if you want to reach out you can find our official uh, um, podcast accounts on twitter at talkaboutsampod on instagram at we need to talk about sam podcast and on tumblr and tiktok at we need to talk about sam Uh, tiktok is where you can find that gorgeous pancake video I made today it's a masterpiece (laughs) It's the dumbest thing I've ever made, Gorgeous and I love, so video. I love it so much. I love it so much. If you, I run all of those accounts, um, but if you want to follow me specifically, I'm Lil Red Who Could on Twitter and The Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, where can the people find you? You peeps
1: can find me. Uh...
0: <laughs> you peeps, no. Don't know why I said that.
1: <laughs> uh, just ignore that. Um, you can find me at, at Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> at Life Floats On 3 and if you so desire, at Tumblr, at hfthoughts-blog.
0: Awesome. And I will, of course, drop all of the links in the episode description for you guys. Thank you again so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> playing. Okay. I just wanted to start recording because you're I'll just cute. finish this day. Okay. Haley's playing Stardew. She started playing it because I went to the bathroom. I didn't know how long you would be. I wasn't that long. You weren't. <laughs> I just had to be.
1: Oh. Uh, sometimes you get distracted by TikTok. That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did watch some TikTok. I've, I have expected that goat to walk up the stairs for some reason. <laughs> Uh, Do they ever leave the farm? I don't think so. Pretty sure they just chill around your farm. Don't did you mean- just keep watering the chickens? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was trying to pet them. I mean, it's
1: better than hitting them with an axe, right? I've also done that. Yeah, she's done that a lot. Good thing they don't get hurt by that.
0: Because Haley works with a um, trackpad. Because she doesn't have double-A batteries. I don't
1: need double-A batteries. <laughs> For her,
0: um- Her mouse.
1: If you guys want to mail me double-A batteries, (laughs) I'll take donations.
0: (laughs) So she's playing with the trackpad, and it's kind of difficult sometimes to differentiate the right and left. Very difficult. Um, especially, like, when you're using the mouse one-handed, you know? I just watered the Evelyn, too. (laughs) She just watered Evelyn. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I love Stardew Valley so fucking much. <laughs> so, do, so do
1: I. Babe is the one that introduced me to it.
0: Uh-huh. My friend Matt introduced me. He was like, you should really play this. And I was like, okay. So I waited till it was on sale because I'm poor. Um- <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that expensive. <laughs> Where are you, Kent? Not home, my I, I have your star fruit. You're going to have to go find him. Um, I don't remember what his schedule is. But now I'm on year I'm near the nearing the end of fall in my 3rd year. You're already on your 3rd year? Yeah. And I'm married with two children. <laughs> and 16 animals, 17. 17 because I now have a void chicken. Oh uh, yeah. Her name's Irene.
1: I had an option to buy a void egg from that shadow guy in the sewer.
0: The what, you, shadow you, guy in the sewer? Have you
1: not been in the sewers yet?
0: You, ha- you unlocked that already?
1: Yeah, I got the key the other day.
0: How the hell did you get the key?
1: Uh, Gunther gave it to me for donating a bunch of stuff to the museum.
0: What? <laughs> yeah. Man, what? I'm my third in third freaking year and I haven't uh, gotten the key well, yet. let me
1: show you real quick.
0: I I think I, like, I know who he is. He, li- like... he lives in the sewer and he, you yeah. he can
1: buy stuff from him and be friends with him. Look. So this you can use this to change your profession if you want like
0: <gasps> Oh, no. did you fix oh, your oh, uh... good thing I didn't have enough money. <laughs> Are you going to fix your uh <laughs> Which one did you accidentally select?
1: Like animals over <laughs> crops <laughs> over or crops. Yeah. But it works cuz I'm getting a lot of money with the animals. So. Yeah. Look, he, see he lives right here. Crobus.
0: Oh. <laughs> He's cute. And you
1: can buy stuff from him.
0: He looks like the Shadow
1: Dudes. He is a Shadow Dude. See, so look I you can buy a yeah, Void Egg. Yeah, you can
0: buy a Void Egg. Once you get a deluxe coop, if you get a Void Egg, you can put it in the incubator. And then you can have a Void Chicken. And then you can make Void Mayonnaise, and then you can give the Void Mayonnaise to Krobos. And he likes it. So, there you go. What's a Return Scepter? I
1: return home at will anywhere you're at oh, I
0: need one of those that's two <sighs> million million gold but yeah see he lives down here Gosh. I haven't made it down there but- I've given Gunther so much stuff
1: and there's another if you go this way I think
0: you're just walking in the gunk yeah, it doesn't hurt me I know then
1: there's a secret passage to get out this way
0: I've given Gunther so many things.
1: <laughs> he just showed up at my doorstep the other day, he's like Seriously? You've given us so many things that like we've gotten a special reward, so here's a special key to the sewer.
0: Maybe he did give it to me and I just haven't ever paid attention to it. Look, enough. it's in my wallet. It's in your wallet? See? I gotta it's check funky. my wallet. I would do that right this second, but I don't feel like opening Stardew over the top of Adobe <laughs> and Google Chrome. So Fair. I'll check later. I guess I probably do have the key then
1: and I just forgot. (laughs) I'm happy I did something first before (laughs) you did. (laughs) I'm in my second year summer. So
0: Uh
1: I've been playing a lot. She's not married
0: yet. No, but I'm She's still a single Pringle.
1: I have a high relationship with uh Leah at the moment, but I really want to marry um Abigail.
0: Abigail's so cute. Our
1: our relationship is moving slowly though. Look up, um... And Leah was so nice, she just came by and gave me a statue. Yeah! That said her feelings about me in a statue. I'm like... <laughs> She's sweet. Well, now maybe I should just marry Leah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like Abigail. She's sweet. So I don't know.
0: You Mario can. also
1: really likes me, too, right now, because I keep giving her batteries, so... <laughs> And I do like Maru, too. You
0: just have to figure out what are some things that Abigail likes a lot. She
1: likes chocolate cake and amethyst, but both are hard to come by.
0: Yeah. I'm sure there's other things that are easier to come by. Just look on the wiki. I was gifted two chocolate cakes. You should clear out the forest. What forest? The forest down here. There's all those plants. If you swing your scythe, you can clear them out. Like all these down here. I cleaned him out before. Oh, yeah. You should try to clear him out, because then you'll get more stuff to forage.
1: Oh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. I was trying to give Kent his starfish. But you can't fucking find him? Yeah. I don't remember what his schedule looks like. I still don't know what Abigail's schedule most days, and I found her three different places, and she's never at any of them, <laughs> and I want to find her.
0: You can find those on the wiki, too. That's that's the only reason I've made it as far and started as I have. As fast as I have, is because I just look up everything in the wiki. <laughs> and
1: uh, and I ask you.
0: <laughs> definitely spoiled stuff for myself. Definitely.
1: Spoiled stuff, like what? Like, like storylines?
0: Yeah, and, like, I'll, like, look up... Like, I knew that Krobos existed already. Like, I already knew he was in the cellar. Or in the sewer, because I... Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, what do you do with void mayonnaise? <laughs> and they were like, give it to Krobos. And I was like, well, who's Krobos? <laughs> oh.
1: He likes those? Yeah. Okay.
0: That? I saw a purple flower thing up. Uh-huh. Sweet pea. Oh, it's pink. It, it, looked, it looks purple from this angle of the screen. I think it's purple. Is it purple? It looks purple or to me. I don't know. I never know. Let's do this. This
1: This is- is
0: Part of it was like, she's going to fuck with me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Didn't
1: know you were quite going for it right
0: away. Your timing was excellent,
1: though. <laughs> it was. I surprised myself. <laughs> okay.
0: oh, my oh, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> I'm
1: in a mood today.
0: (laughs) Okay, new rule. No sugar before (laughs) the (laughs) podcast. fed Haley pancakes.
1: (laughs) And I ate ice cream.
0: (laughs) And then she ate ice cream. just about to start talking I'm not gonna do it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I have so many little markers. (laughs) Sorry babe, go ahead. You're impossible. I love you. (laughs) I'm being a butt. Yes. I like to tease you sometimes too. Yep. This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural super fan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the CW show Are You Okay? <laughs> We're never going to get through this. I'm going to have to record this later. <laughs> What's going on?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Up because I can imagine myself doing it again. (laughs) That's why I turned away so you wouldn't see me laughing. Uh, Okay.